Hey, Nicole. Hey, Lisa. It's so nice that you get to live on your own. Yes, it is because I can have my girlfriend over whenever I want. As long as my landlord doesn't see her, I can (laughs) eat as much ice cream as I want. As long as it's in my room and in the shame of my own, you know, (laughs) cube. And I get to pay bills every month, which is great for adulting. Yeah. Jealous? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sad Rority. My name is Lisa, and I'm the president of the Pi 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 chapter. And I'm Nicole, your chapter VP. And welcome to our chapter meetings. Woo! We're so excited to have you here, and this week we have a very special theme. We do. We got enough questions kind of to do a central theme this week, which is going to be... Dun, 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 dun. Jealousy. Oh, yeah. Everyone's favorite uh, motivator, I would exactly. say. But you had a story about jealousy before we begin. Oh, so I went fishing yesterday with Shalika. Yeah. I'm very absent-minded, so... This You're story. good. Yeah. So I went fishing yesterday, and I haven't been fishing since I was 10 years old. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was thinking, I'm going to get out there. I'm going to know how to tie a hook on. I'm going to know how to do all these things. Maybe we'll catch a fish, right? It'll be very romantic. So we get out there. Yeah. Fish. So romantic. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're gay. Fish. You know. That's a thing? It's a central theme to lesbianism. (laughs) Lesbianology, when you study Okay. Um, Fish is a very central theme. Oh. Um, (laughs) You wouldn't know, though. So it's okay. (laughs) Okay. But we were fishing. You're a lesbian and, and you understand this. Please write in. <laughs> we, I couldn't get the hook on the goddamn fishing pole. Oh. Um, and so we would, we'd see these fish or largemouth bass out there. Yeah. Compared to smallmouth bass, which are two different types of fish. I did not know that. We were trying to get our line out there, but I kept getting snarled and stuck in fucking shit. Shalika lost two of the little bobbers. Oh no. <laughs> it came off the pole. And these three guys had, like, three different poles with them each, so nine poles between the three of them. All their equipment, they walked by us, like, three times, and by the third time, we still hadn't had our oh. food in the water. Um, but we were I was very jealous, because they're, like, professional swimmers, and I'm over here throwing my pole in, and as soon as I reel it in, I see a fish going for my lure, but then it, like, jumped up and turned around, because it was too close to the fucking shore. <laughs> So we almost, or Shalika almost had a fish. I didn't. I'm not going to steal her story. I almost had a fish. So I was jealous because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Oh. Envious, maybe, is a better term. I mean, they're one and the same, right? Yeah. Plus, I spilled beer all over my <laughs> my shoe and my sock. Oh, no. It was, it was pretty bad. There was winds. My hat blew away. Our fishing licenses blew away. Oh. <laughs> we had worms. Shalika put a worm on her. I was like, was that the end of the <laughs> sentence? You had worms. <laughs> yeah, I need to talk to you. I need some advice. I have worms and I don't know what to do. Help. Sad already help. Um, but she threw the worm out there, right? On the pole. The worm went one way off the hook. And the bobber went the other way. And so this poor, this is like Greg number three, Fred number three. We named them. And we're just like, this poor thing. It was just flung out there. I'm sure its body ripped off the Oh my goodness. Um, It's a little forceful. But that's my story and I'm sticking to it. So. Sounds great. And you're trying again tonight? Yeah. We may just end up buying fishing poles um, because we were using some old ones. All right. Well, good to know. Mm -hmm. 
So as I'm sure you know by now, this is a mm. comedy podcast for advice. Hardy har har. Where we dole out lady wisdom. You guys ask questions and we give you answers to the best of our ability. Best of our ability. There's a little asterisk there. And there's not much to our ability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we'll try our best, and really that's the most anyone can ask for, okay? Yeah. Mom. I, mean, I think we're pretty good because we're older women. We're in our 20s. We're older women? <laughs> to give advice to the little chickadees out there. Yeah. 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 Um, we're grandmas, basically. No, you're grandpa. I am grandpa. I'm grandpa to when I get my dog. But our first question <laughs> um, asks, why are Geminis always jealous? That's a little, I think spiteful always why are they always jealous well i mean it is gemini season Mm. (laughs) and i don't know why we make such a big deal out of gemini season it's like two of them so that is true there's two of them a lot of gemini (laughs) do you know any gemini's no, I prefer not to know Gem. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I think <laughs> they're I always jealous. They're always so jealous of me. Mm-hmm. Um, it wholly depends on if you believe in astrology. Holy, right? holy. I guess. <laughs> I mean, what do you what do you think about Gemini's being jealous? I think they're always jealous because they're not Pisces. Oh yeah, <laughs> the most pushable uh, <laughs> sign in the zodiac. <laughs> the sweetest sign. Um, and the most, the wisest, it's the wisest or the last sign in the Zodiac. Sure. Number 12. Uh, Sure. Mm -hmm. Wise are the Pisces, apparently. In our ways. news to me. The Geminis are jealous and the Cancers are emotional. (laughs) Oh, thanks for that. You're welcome. That was (laughs) so emotional. Mm Mm-hmm. As everyone who's listened to this can tell, I'm only emotional when Nicole hates on Star things Wars. I love. We already talked about this Before. today. <laughs> she didn't know who John Boyega was. I Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> it's not their fault. That's who they are in their zodiac sign. I mean, Can't honestly, if I was going to go to advice, like going to ask a, a specific, if I were going to ask a specific, why do I always say Pacific. Pacific? If I were going to Pacific, Lisa? (laughs) If I were going to ask a specific Uh Zodiac sign for advice, it'd probably be like Sagittarius or something. I feel like, or Aquarius, like one of those signs that you always forget about. (laughs) You know, I would say the signs that you confuse for one another. Like Taurus and Aries? No, those I can distinguish very well because my mom is a Taurus. Okay. Very, I don't want to say hard-headed. That's what they're known for. Yeah, so. very hard-headed. Not quite as much um, as Aries. Aries is just mm, rude. Ooh, there's yeah. some contention here. Oh yeah. Well, they're the first of the sign. They're a little still maybe naive, so they still have a lot to learn. Just like with coffee, Nicole knows everything about <laughs> the zodiac. Yeah. Okay. Let's go through the zodiac <laughs> <laughs> and let's judge them based on who they are, based off of their sign. Ooh, their sign plus coffee. Aries, black coffee. Oh. Pisces, probably um, upside caramel down macchiato. caramel macchiato. <laughs> yes, an upside down caramel macchiato. What about Cancer? Cancer, Frappuccino, but they'd be too embarrassed to order a Frappuccino, so they would get something else like a tea, and they would regret that they didn't get their Frappuccino. I don't know. And I always would... order an iced vanilla latte, so. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Frappuccinos are for beach days. Oh, because so... they're beachy. <laughs> <laughs> Shalika was telling me a story about uh, DoorDash, because we just did DoorDash for the first time. Okay. And at a coffee shop that should not be named, um, 
Wait, Some, you DoorDash for coffee? Someone DoorDashed a drink, a caramel macchiato, and the person came to pick it up. And just one drink. That's all they DoorDashed was one drink. That's you know, so expensive. expensive. Yeah. It's expensive. It's like $7 for delivery. Yeah. Plus tip. Plus the drink. That's a $15 caramel macchiato. Like, how much did you not want to go through a Starbucks drive through I mean, I would probably feel that way <laughs> if I could and if I had the money. Yeah, like, if I was Bill Gates, I would DoorDash just so I wouldn't have to go outside. Like, if I was Bill Gates, I'd DoorDash everything. I'd never leave the house, but, like, mm-hmm. you don't get to be Bill Gates by DoorDashing your caramel macchiatos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how you get poor. Mm-hmm. All right. My significant other keeps hanging out with another girl. The time they spend together is making me jealous. Dun, dun, dun. What can I do to feel less jealous? This question comes from Tia from the Sigma Omicron chapter. Oh, S-O. Very clever. That's so clever, Tia. Mm-hmm. So she's jealous because her... Significant other. Significant other. So boy or girl is hanging out with another girl. That's very interesting. Um, Dump them. No, that's terrible advice. Communicate. Communication is always important. And then dump him. <laughs> yeah. Um, Communicate. And then if nothing changes, dump him. Dump him. Because no one has time for that. No uh, one has time, like, especially coming from someone where that happened. Mm-hmm. I really should have dumped him earlier. Yeah. Well, usually jealousy, it's caused by something. Exactly. Something else, like either like an insecurity or if you, you have like an inkling or a feeling that something's going on. It's never just, oh, I'm jealous. Yeah. There's something, and you should dig into that. Yeah. See what that is. Maybe you're jealous because you don't feel like he wants you anymore. Maybe you're jealous because they're bonding over something that you're not particularly interested in. And you want to bond with him in that way. So think about why you're jealous. Mm Mm-hmm. And then talk to your SO about it. Yeah. Dig in deep into your emotions. Cry a little bit. Communicate. Write it down. Go to him. Don't yell. Or yell. Don't yell. Not at first. Not at first. <laughs> Not the first time around. Give him the benefit of the doubts. Or her. Or her. I feel like we're those twins. <laughs> <laughs> you know, from like a game and one's talking and the other, they're, you know. Yeah, we're just completing each other's sandwiches. Sandwiches. <laughs> Yum. Uh, now go on a quest and find us. <laughs> These three things. Well, we're the, if we're the twins, then we're the quest givers. Mm-hmm. So this is our quest to you, Tia. Communicate with your significant other. Mm -hmm. Go to a therapist. Find out why you're jealous. Exactly. Dig down deep. Have a good chat with some of your good friends. Yes, but only the ones that give good advice because some friends will give advice. And it's not good. And it'll just be emotional advice. Yeah. Which is not advice to follow. Maybe your boyfriend got a new... Maybe the other girl got a puppy and she's jealous that the girl got a puppy. And that's why they're hanging out. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. I'd be so jealous if someone got a puppy and didn't let me hang out with them too. Yeah. I want a puppy so bad. Same. No. I just want a puppy. That's the ultimate stage of adulting. To getting a puppy. To getting a house with a backyard so you can get a puppy. Oh. Everything is for the dog. I just want a dog that loves me. <laughs> My dog doesn't love me. Mm-hmm. Um, but our next question uh, came via email. Ooh. So you can email us again at sadrority at gmail.com. That's S-A-D-R-O-R-I-T-Y at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one says, hi, Elisa. Um, and this is a follow-up, someone that had emailed us before. Hi, Lisa. Thank you for answering my questions uh, a few weeks ago. I have some new questions for you guys to answer. How did you decide on your intro slash outro song? And can you explain what the lyrics mean? Well, let's stop there since that's the first question. Mm-hmm. 
how did we decide on our intro outro song? We couldn't find anything. <laughs> um, and then I think you brought up that one of our friends did music. Yes. Um, and we were going through a few of her songs. And for me, this one stood out like immediately, I think because of the message behind it and like the feelings. And it was very, it was very well done. Like she did a really good job on this song. She did. And I personally, for me, I was personally looking for songs that had specific like movements in it, like a good place to begin an outro, which this one does a good place to kind of just like, you know, a good start for the music to begin with our intro. And for me, it was more about like the waves of music kind of than the actual, um, than the actual message behind it, which kind of sounds bad, but... I felt like the waves, I think you were looking more at that, and I was looking more at something that was poppy and catchy. Um, Not in terms of, like, looking at it, but also, like, what I felt. Um, And I feel like it's very... A universal theme, I think, in a lot of... Kind of our general... For our general audience and for our age group. Um, It is something that, like, within the past four years, I've been dealing with heavily... Yeah, definitely. Which is new. I didn't really feel it a lot as a kid. Like, as a kid, you feel jealous over minor things. Say, oh, Tommy has the new Rugrats toy, and I want the new Rugrats toy. But then you get in your 20s, and you're trying to become an adult. And next thing you know, like, I'm jealous of my significant other. I'm jealous that all these things are happening, and I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, And it's hard to deal with those emotions, I think. I think, yeah, no, it's definitely growing up. It's a song that's definitely kind of about growing up as much as it is about, like, relationships, which is a question, like, relationship questions are, you know, one of the main categories of questions we deal with on this show Mm -hmm. so far. Feel free to send in non-relationship questions, too. Yeah. (laughs) But I think, you know, a lot of these questions end up being seated in jealousy. Yeah. Because it's like, how do you deal with them? Yeah. How do you deal with jealousy? How do you, and the whole message of the story is kind of just, like, dealing with these emotions that are new to you or possibly like very stale to you and you're just kind of over it and mm-hmm. I don't know I think it's just a fun and it's just a fun song um and I needed a great job on it you can find her at Melody Grace Burdick on SoundCloud yeah she did she has some, a few other songs that are really good um a few she has quite a few quite a few <laughs> um and then I'm one you could probably reach out to her and message her um and kind of ask her about her music too and how she puts those together yeah. Because um, I believe she did that one all by herself. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, Melody has a lot of other really great music on there. And mm-hmm. I know I personally really wanted to choose a song that was done by a friend. Not not only just because it means that it's easier for us to access, but also because it boosts a friend and a fellow sad sib. Mm-hmm. Um, the other half of this question is, I also have a question about jealousy on a related note. Have you ever been jealous and how did you deal with it? And if you've ever been insecure, how did you deal with that? Did slash do you find yourself having to challenge your insecurities slash jealousies on the daily or do they come and go? DFTBA, Melissa. P.S. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Happy That's Pride right. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Mm-hmm. And if there's anyone that gets jealous easily, it is it's me. Nicole. And my community. No. no. <laughs> Just Nicole. <laughs> Marriage. Those Man, Pisces. I wish we could really have marriage and equal rights don't you have marriage now in some places okay mm-hmm. i i live in the california nutshell so <laughs> um i just I moved get, to california <laughs> i get jealous all the time yeah like very often um in terms of my relationships okay 
not yeah, so much I see items. That. Yeah. Well, I talked to you. That's why. <laughs> I talked to you about it. Um, But it always stems from insecurity. Like, yeah. if I'm insecure, I get jealous. Dude, I can't even fucking watch the Olympics without getting jealous. I don't know. I'm just neurotic and being like, I'll watch people who are good at things. And I'm like, why can't I be good at that? And then I'm like, because I'm a lazy fuck who doesn't <laughs> practice anything. I do that. Like watching TV, I'll be eating my drumstick ice cream. Be like, ma'am, why can't I do any of that? And then I look down, I'm like, well, I'm eating a drumstick ice cream. So yeah, no I'll never be a thin actress. <laughs> and it's the world's fault, not mine. Mm-hmm. I had nothing to do with it. Um, I get jealous constantly, and it, mm-hmm. it's just a constant thing of just kind of checking myself. Mm-hmm. Being like, why am I jealous of this thing? Is it because of things out of my control or in my control? And if they're in my control, then I, there's really no reason to be jealous. Mm-hmm. Or being like, I really wish that I could be a figure skater, but then it's like, but then you'd have to be really good in practice all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And that would probably mean not getting to do other things that I enjoy, like going to conventions. Mm. Would I be willing to give up some of the things in my life to do this mm-hmm. other thing that I'm jealous of this person for? If the answer is no, then I'm like, well, why am I jealous? It's because they're getting really cool recognition for something mm-hmm. that I've that they do and that's something that I crave, but make a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think I've ever had that type of jealousy. I did when I was younger. Oh, my, I'm just, like, items. emotionally stunted. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think it's bad. I think it's, like, a very real a very real thing. So would you say it's more of jealousy of I want to do all these things and I can't? Or... I think it's more jealousy of p- other people getting recognition for things that I feel like I could do, but in reality I definitely could not do. So you want, like, the recognition then? Or I some just want to be famous. I could see that. I could see that. What do you do, though? Like, what's your thought process? Because you mentioned that you say to yourself, is it in my control? Is it out of my control? How does that decision process work? Well, kind of like, well, if I see a gymnast and they're super good at it, I'm like, well, my parents could have put me in gymnastic classes and that would have been cool and maybe I could have done that. But Mm -hmm. reality is that was never going to happen. So why be jealous? Okay. So you like let it go. Yeah. Like there's no reason for me to be jealous. Yeah, and I'm just going to be like, hot dang, they're super good at gymnastics. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. So it just comes mainly in waves then. Yeah. Not so much like a lingering jealousy. No. See, we're opposites. I don't get waves of jealousy. I'll get jealous maybe once in a while. So I guess that's a wave. Mm-hmm. But I get lingering jealousy. Oh, like what? Um. <laughs> so, for example, say I'm dating someone and they go do something and I'm not invited or they have a really good time. Or yeah. They're really, they're really happy, right? This is entirely hypothetical. Hypothetical. <laughs> if they're having a really great time with someone else that maybe is like, I could see as like a potential threat that they're interested in uh, my okay. SO, I get insecure mm-hmm. because I want to be the one that makes that my significant other happy. Okay. Like, I want to be the one bringing that joy and I want to be that source of happiness. But then I have to think to myself, don't be crazy. Which is one. But the other thing is that I don't own that person. Yeah. And I have no right really to feel insecure because I should trust my partner that even if this other person is making them happy and even though this other person may be making them feel accomplished, I don't know, accomplished or making them feel good, I Mm -hmm. need to know that's not really a threat on me. There's nothing in my control. Kind of like you. There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. So, except maybe express my emotions. Yeah. I don't, like, I think the only kind of jealousy that lingers for me is when it's like the FOMO thing, you know, fear of missing out. If I see other people getting like 
hanging out without me. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. well, why didn't I just get invited? Oh. What the fuck? Yeah. No. It's more that kind of thing. And you just kind of have to let that go. But I can't because I'm crazy. But, you Well, know. that's like the lingering. <laughs> I get that. I think for like a lingering jealousy. Or if like two people are having a conversation and then I'm like the odd man out. Oh. I'm just like, well, why am I even here if these two people are going to be having a conversation? I just get bored from that. I don't get jealous. I'm like, well, okay, bye. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our next question dun, 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 says, hi, sad Rorty. So my boyfriend goes, and Lisa moved the question. <laughs> I was like, what does that say? Does that say dildo? But it was a did slash do you question. That looks like dildo because I can't read. Um, anyways, now that I have everyone's attention, my boyfriend goes to a lot of concert with his friends and he has stopped asking me to join because of my work schedule conflicting with his plans. Should I be jealous that I can't even go even though I have other priorities? Sam. Sam, I think that's rude of your boyfriend to stop inviting you. Mm -hmm. I always want to be invited even if I Mm -hmm. can't go. Yeah. Just tell him you want to be invited because also how does he know you can't go? You can't, you don't know that. He didn't know that. But what if, like, she's on a 9 to 5 and it's a Wednesday and they're going to something at 4 p.m. And he knows she she can't go. Well, if he knows, I think he should still give her the option of being invited. Mm -hmm. So you would want to be asked. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I think the courtesy ask is always important. What if it's just, like, a boy's trip? Like, continuously, they're all every week um, from 4 to, like, 9 Well, if it's a boy's trip, I feel like that's different, but that would also be established. Like, she wouldn't have been invited to that one in the first place. Mm. It would have just been, like, a conversation of being like, hey, me and the boys are going to go hang out. Mm -hmm. But if it's just the friends? Then if it's just friends, then I think she should still be invited. Really? What kind of... Why would you date someone you're not friends with? Yeah, but I do think, like... I think when you start dating someone, like, you have to schedule time with them, and you should bring them along with your friends. But if you're, like, living together... I think it's okay to hang out separately, like yeah. a separate time with friends. Um, like I don't, I don't, yeah, I would, yeah, no, I'd be okay with that separate time, but I would be jealous I wasn't invited. Yeah. I get no. butt hurt very easy. I always think it's better to be invited. Mm-hmm. Um, though I like, it's always situational. Like this, if it's a concert mm-hmm. and you were invited to them originally, if the invitation stops, I feel like that's more, I'd be more hurt by that. Mm hmm. And, like, for that kind of situation, I'd just be like, hey, can you invite me? Mm. No, yeah, I think she should tell him. I think she should schedule time. Like, hey, I really want you, I really want to go with you and your friends to a concert. Yeah. Tell me when the next one is and I'll get time off. And, like, what if one's really cool? Yeah. What if they're going to her favorite band? Yeah. I would, like, skip time to do that. Yeah. No, I think she should tell, she, you need to, you should tell him. Um, that you want to go and that you will schedule time one of, like, for an upcoming concert. I will take off. the day off, right? Yeah. Um, but do you think that she should get jealous if her priority is work, 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 work? Work, 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 and work, she doesn't, work. What if she doesn't want to take the time off work? Then be like, bye, bitch, I'm Rihanna. But then she, that's kind of her fault, though, because she can't go to the but concert. But at least she got invited. Yeah. But if you can't go... At least I was still invited. And she told him, like, I'm not going to go because of work and I... But still be invited. Yeah. I don't know. I, like, I could see not being invited if I, like, had expressed, I don't want to hang out with you and your friends. Which is also, that says something about our relationship, too, I think. Yeah. 
which is like separate and we don't really have that insight um, in terms of the dynamic. I would feel jealous for not being invited, but I would see why he wouldn't invite her out. Yeah. If she's always busy and if she's like, I need to focus on my priorities and maybe he's not a priority. Damn. I'm like overanalyzing. Psychoanalyzing this. Maybe her other priorities are making ice cream and she doesn't want to go to concerts because she wants ice cream. Sorry, boys. Scoop's got to work. Mm-hmm. I want ice cream now. Me too. Can we get ice cream? I have so much ice cream. But I want ice cream. I have to go fishing. I want ice cream. <laughs> I have some worms if you want some worms. No, that's gross. Hi, Sadority. A friend and I both studied abroad. Very fun. In different places last semester. I had a great time, but he didn't. He keeps going on about... How it's not fair that I had a good time and says only good things happen to me. How can I make him feel better about our different experiences? This question comes from Bridget from the Overboard chapter. (laughs) Well, first of all, I don't really think it's your responsibility, Bridget, to make him feel better about his life. Yeah. That's something that he has to deal with separately. That's not on you. Um, Maybe one thing to kind of not bring it up so much is maybe not talk about that last semester where you studied abroad so much? I'm sorry. As someone who studied abroad, it's impossible to, especially when you're still in college, to not be the person who's like, when I lived in Scotland. Yeah, but I mean, there are other things like to what? talk about. Like what? Like your classes that you're taking or where you want to go in your future or struggles that you're having. That's or about better... how you learned how to drink in Scotland. Yeah, but I mean, you can only talk about that so much. I can talk about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Try me. Hmm. Um, no, I don't, because I don't think, especially if he also studied abroad, mm-hmm. that's all they're going to fucking talk about for the next two years. Well, if that's the only thing they have in common, then yes. But Bridget, I, get new friends. <laughs> no, I would say, no, out of politeness, I wouldn't talk about it. Out of, I think if you want to keep get him, over it. Wait, no, because he's insecure. So, yes. But are you going to have to play to everyone's insecurities? But when you're one-on-one, and if you know that what it if bothers he's the one him, bringing it up? then it's different. If he's bringing it up, it's rude on him, and you, then you need to say, hey, if you're going to bring it up. Because I've been in that situation where I, my friend and I had a similar experience, but mm-hmm. mine was good and theirs was bad, and they were the ones who kept bringing it up. How would they bring it up? What would they They'd say? They'd be like, well, it's just not fair that you had such a good time and I didn't, and like... You know, mm-hmm. you met friends and I hated my roommates or blah, 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 you know. Yeah. I would say then that if it was that situation, then you tell that friend, hey, it, bo- it bothers me that you bring up that you had such a bad time and it makes me feel bad that I had a good time, but there's nothing I can do to or, change your experience because that's your experience. Mine is mine experience. Or just do what I did and just keep talking about how good of a time you had out of spite. <laughs> I, that's so mean. I'm sorry. They were being so annoying about it. Yeah. Who do I know this person? No. Yeah, I do, don't I? No. Yeah, I do. I you know of this person. Oh, I wish I knew who it was. <laughs> I don't know, because I was just I have a whole life before you, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I would say be careful because if you want to have a relationship with him, I would talk about it and say, Hey, I understand that you don't feel comfortable that I had a great experience. But I also, want that's you just to a know. bitchy thing on his part to not be happy for his friend. But if she's bringing it up all the time and she knows that it bothers him, you know, I feel like that's saying something mm-hmm. that, like, 
she also doesn't care about his feelings. You yeah. Know? If he's expressed in a healthy way, you know. But if you're in a group of people, he can't expect you to not talk about but it. I think the key words for me is saying that it's not, he's saying it's not fair that mm-hmm. she had a good time and he didn't. Yeah. Because it puts the blame on her when she That's can't like control. That's like the whole, like, the world isn't a wish grit, like, a mm. wish granting factory. Like, mm-hmm. it's not fair. Like, that kind of experience is exactly what you make of it. If you mm. don't reach out and make friends or, you know, mm. try to make friends and make the most out of the experience or, you know, mm-hmm. then you're it's not going to be fun. Yeah. Maybe he didn't try. Or you could have gotten stuck with shitty roommates, and that sucks, but mm-hmm. there's people outside of your roommates. Yeah. I think it's hard without knowing the rest of the relationship and, like, how they're bringing it up and how they're talking about it. Um, but I think it's shitty of them to say it's not fair. Yeah. It's a bl- it's like a blame. Yeah. Which and- is tying into his insecurity of, you know, I'm jealous and I'm envious, maybe more so, that you were you had the opportunity to have such a great experience. I mean, he had the opportunity to have a great experience, I'm assuming. Mm, but you don't know what happened to him, you know, when he studied abroad. Maybe if we come into all of these questions being like, but we don't know what happened to them, we're never going yeah. to say anything about it. Yeah. Like, I just think it's shitty for him to say that it's not fair and then putting the blame on you to fix the problem for him. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that. I'm not saying you have to go on and on about how great of a time you had in front mm-hmm. of him. But also, if he's really a friend, he'd be happy that you had a good time. Yeah, but she shouldn't rub it in his face, like, on purpose. If she wants to have, like, a relationship with him. Dump him. <laughs> <laughs> Dump your friends. Dump your friends. In the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> what was the word that you were trying to say? Is that, like, Pacific? Specific. Specific. Dump him in the specific ocean. <laughs> specific you know, it's because my teeth got all fucked up, okay? Oh, Lisa. <laughs> yeah. But long story short, Bridget, it's not your responsibility. Yeah. Dump he, him. Dump him. Yeah. Maybe talk to him first, but... And maybe downplaying. he did have a good time, and he's just complaining about the minutia. You know, like, yeah. my mom, we were flying home, and we fly standby. So it's always kind of like, you don't know what seats you're going to get. But yeah. my mom flies D1, which means she gets the best... She gets first choice of seats. Mm-hmm. So if there's a first class seat that's open, she's the one that's going to get it. Mm. So my mom got to fly first class mm-hmm. for one leg of our trip home. The next leg, she got business and they didn't have TVs. And I was D3, which means I get last choice. I was the very last person on the list. So I was like in the back next to a child. Oh, and you love children. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And she was texting me while we were taxiing being like, this sucks for me. I'm like, mom. You get food. You didn't get food? No. Hey, at least you gotta go. Yeah, no, like, I wasn't complaining, but I was Uh just like, Mom, don't complain to me about this. Mm -hmm. That your experience is sucking. Yeah, but I feel like that's a way to, like, when you express that to someone, like, that's a very, like, you being insecure, like, I really don't like this, and you can, like, communicate. I don't know. When you're flying business versus someone sitting in the very back and the person in business is the one complaining, Mm -hmm. I feel like I had the right to be a little bit bitter. I mean, I would have joked and been like, well. But I'm not saying that it's not fair that Mm -hmm. she got to, you know, Mm -hmm. fly a better seat than me. Mm -hmm. So I think it's all about, you know, maybe he didn't have a good experience, but maybe he's also making it worse than it is. Like, I think... 
when you have an experience like that, you have to make the best of it. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was studying abroad, mm-hmm. at one point, my friends and I were sitting on this, like, beach in Germany, and we found this, like, irrigation tube, and we were climbing on top of it, looking over the water, and these German kids started throwing rocks at us, because apparently we were sitting on their tube, and... I could have been like, holy shit, these German kids were throwing rocks at me. Or I can have it as a story being like, (laughs) I got in a fight with a German gang. (laughs) Who threw rocks? Who threw rocks at me. So scary. They asked us out to go to drinks with them later, and my friends were up for it. And I was like, are you fucking stupid? (laughs) I would have gone for drinks. Oh, yeah. With a German gang? Who were just throwing rocks at you? I mean, gang. I'm doing air quotes. Gang. I mean, they were telling us we were on in their location, and that's why they were throwing rocks at us. The small rocks or big rocks? Small rocks. Yeah, they probably thought you guys were cute, and we're like, oh. No, because there was, like, dudes with us. Oh. They were ready to fight. They were, like, yelling in German at us. Or where were you at? In Germany? In Cologne. I don't know where that is, Lisa. It's in Germany. Okay. <laughs> See, you could have just said Germany, yes. I said Germany! <laughs> you said I was in Germany, and you said, where in Germany? <laughs> When I said, where, Germany? No, no. I don't know. I can't. That was your intention span. <laughs> I was, yeah. Because I was thinking, because you studied abroad somewhere else, so I was thinking you were in a different country. Oh. Um. But our next question comes from Hopelessly Lost from the IDK What to Do chapter. Oh, man. Um. He or she asks, Dear Sad Rorty, I'm envious of my friend because she can afford things like going on expensive trips. I want to be happy for her, but I find myself getting angry because everything seems to be going perfect in her life. How do I get over these feelings? Is there anything I can do? Dang. Mm-hmm. Well, first thing to do is get off Instagram all the time. Yes. Instagram, Nobody's life is perfect. Yeah. Like, especially if that's the only thing that you're going, like, being exposed to with them is mm-hmm. their social media. Everyone makes their lives look way more perfect on social media than they are. Yeah. I would agree. Except for me, my life's just that perfect. Really? Definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I would say meditate and think about why you're jealous. The Dalai Lama has, like, a really good video on his Facebook page where someone's asking about, oh, I'm jealous and I'm insecure and how do I get rid of negative feelings? And he's like, once you realize, you think about it and you're like, what's the cause of it? And you're like, nothing is the cause of it. Then you can just let it go. I don't really know what the rest he was saying, but that was a general message. When you realize there's nothing, there's nothing to be angry at. Which doesn't make any sense. But maybe because it was said in such a way, it makes sense. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm constantly trying to figure out how some of my friends can afford the lives they're living. Mm-hmm. I don't... I feel like that's just, like, the constant millennial problem. Mm-hmm. Like, how do all these people do all these things? How do my friends constantly go traveling and shit? Yeah. Do they have jobs? How can they afford it? Mm-hmm. But also, how can they take so much time off? Yeah. What is this? I don't know. I think it's interesting because she gets angry oh i get angry sometimes i'm like yeah bitch went to thailand why can't i go to thailand why can't i go why didn't they invite me (laughs) to go with them for free (laughs) why didn't they pay my way yeah oh i wish bitch went to iceland Mm. what the fuck yeah why can't i go Mm. i i think being like angry is just part of jealousy though Mm mm-hmm yeah, I would say it's people have different priorities, and if their priority is to maybe spend money on expensive things, that's more where their priorities are at. Or maybe 
your priorities or different, where you want to do those things and you can't afford it, which I think is a very valid reason to be jealous or angry. Yeah. Um, especially if it comes to money, because money is a very touchy subject. It is. Mm-hmm. Like when Nicole went full time, I told her I'm not paying for anything anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've lived up to that. No. <laughs> no. But. Mm. But no, I think it's like, I think it's valid to be angry, but. I don't know how to get over those feelings. I think they're going to kind of live with you. But also think about all the good things in your own life, really. Mm-hmm. Or you can just vent to your friends being like, bitch, went to Australia? How the fuck should you keep going there? Mm-hmm. Crikey. Crikey. That must have been expensive. I mean, that just sounds like an Australian right there, right? Yeah. I don't know. Never seen one before. No, I have. You've they're never seen polite. an Australian? <laughs> they're very polite. It's like we've met so many. Yeah. They're the nicest people traveling. Even nicer in some aspects than some of the Canadians. I was going to say than the Canadians. Than the Quebecois. Sorry if you're Quebecois. We just had some run ins. Did we have, were there? Oh, oh, yeah. 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 No, there was. In Madrid. Yeah. And in Rome. I don't remember Rome. Oh, I do. Sorry, you hold on to things. I do hold on to things. Mm -hmm. I never let things go. That's what fuels me is my anger. Don't let it. Just like Bridget's friend should. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I know we were talking about this a lot before, but jealousy is very dangerous. Because have you read Othello? Yes, you have, because we talked about this before the podcast. Othello is driven mad by jealousy. And you know what his madness drives him to do? Strangling. Smoke it's- a joint? No. <laughs> it leads him to it's kill like- Desdemona. Yeah. Murder. That is what jealousy can lead to. Murder. What's worse? I can think of like three other things. But what <laughs> Jealousy equals murder. Dang. Yeah. That was a big leap. Yes, it was. But... I had to bring it up because I, I was been thinking about that all day. I know you have. You've texted to, you texted <laughs> me about it before you even came over. Yeah. Othello. Othello. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, hi, Sadority. I've been on... I've been in a writing group for a while, and the goal is always to get published. Mm-hmm. It seems like one guy in my group constantly wins writing contests, and I'm confused because most of the stuff I've read isn't that good. Mm. He leans on cliches and has taken to giving everyone useless advice. How do I stay... <laughs> <Sounds like us>. <laughs> <laughs> How do I stay in this writing group when I get frustrated just looking at his stupid smug face? Damn, there's some really deep-seated anger there, <laughs> which we need to be careful because it could lead to what? Dun-dun-dun. Murder. <laughs> yeah, but then how else are some of my favorite podcasts going to be fueled? Yes. <laughs> I think you should write a story. You want to get published? Write about your jealousy. Dude. And how you would murder him with your jealousy. But it's all fictional, so it's okay then. Yeah. Just use a different name. Yeah. For him. Switch the first letter and the last letter. (laughs) (laughs) And so when the whole group is reading it, he'll just like look at you. He's no longer Aaron. He's Nora. Noro. Nrin. Nrin. Aaron. Nrin. But Aaron's with two A's, so it would be like Nora. 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 Aaron, E-R-I-N. Oh. Aaron is A-R-R. Well, it's a boy, so I was assuming it was A-A-R-O-N. Aaron spoke ways. I know, but not usually E's for girls. Is it? I've never met a male Aaron with E-R-I-N. No? I had a friend named I'm Aaron. trying to think if I have. I'm like... <laughs> I have a friend who's female whose name is Aaron, and she met, and she dated a guy whose name was Aaron. <laughs> they were Aaron and Aaron. What was the sex like? Oh, Aaron. Do you think she would tell me that? I mean, why not? It was also in Why didn't you ask? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, high school. <laughs> yeah, write a story about murder. Write a story about murdering him. Mm-hmm. 
And then hopefully that will clear up the jealousy until he starts giving apparently stupid, useless advice, Mm -hmm. which you can just kind of be like, dude, I don't want you to give me advice. Yeah. Use it as a motivator. Honestly, jealousy is a great motivator. It's great for stories to... (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. I know I'm the one that brought a murder, but like... (laughs) Whoa. Um, I think it's a great motivator. It's great for stories. Yeah. So I think she should use it for her next story that she writes in her group. Um, because it's just a central theme, like Moulin Rouge. Yeah. Like, you know, the song when they're doing the song Roxanne and he's Mm -hmm. like, never fall in love with a prostitute because jealousy will drive you crazy. Yeah. And that's what I think she also needs to be careful of. Jealousy will drive you crazy. Um, when you're comparing yourself to other people, you have to let it go. I know it's hard, easier said than done, but you need to just let it go. You might also want to consider that if he has been published, Mm -hmm. you know, multiple times, Maybe his advice isn't stupid. Mm-hmm. Or maybe and he's catering. Your jealousy is kind of blinding you from accepting it, which I can totally understand because I've been there mm-hmm. and done that. Well, just because he's published doesn't mean he's good. It no, mean that he's definitely doesn't mean he's good. to an audience yeah. that's receptive to him. Maybe you just need to find different literary magazines or something to mm-hmm. submit to that, yeah. you know, read, read more literary magazines and find which ones are more receptive to ideas from similar to yours. Yeah, definitely don't give up. Don't give up. Use your emotions because us writers are very emotional. Yeah. Um, which I think makes our works even greater. And talk to other people in your group. Maybe they're getting frustrated by this guy too. Yeah. Why is he so good? Yeah. I'm sure if you're getting frustrated by him, you're not the only one. But I feel like if you talk behind his back, that's not going to make her frustration go, her or his frustration go away. Yeah. I think if you focus more on yourself and your writing... That's a better angle to go at because you can't change and you can't put him down for his accomplishments. No. You know, just like you don't want anyone to put you down for yours. Um, but if he's bragging, like that's one thing that no yeah. one likes. If he's like, well, you should listen to me because I've been published, then kick him out of the group. Yeah. Maybe invite him to lunch. Get this him a regular- survivor and he's been voted off the island. Yeah. Go get him a Coke and get him regular Coke instead of Diet Coke. That's just cruel. What yeah. if he's, what, what if he has diabetes? And he shouldn't, I don't know. <laughs> then he shouldn't be in a writing group? Is that what you're going to say? No. Then, then, I don't know. <laughs> All coke is bad. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't get him coke because then you actually are trying to murder him. And I think that's really bad. And you can only write about it. I don't know. Let's move on. <laughs> Dear Lisa and Nicole. The, 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 by the way, just the whole answer is murder him in fiction. In fiction. <laughs> use Keywords. Your, use your jealousy as a motivator. Um, but our next question says, Dear Lisa Nicole, I'm working on a story about a girl who is stuck between two guys. I wonder how she's stuck. Love um, triangle. <laughs> you tupped, you talked, you tupped, you talked about love triangles in your last episode. So I was wondering what you want to see in love triangle stories. I love love triangle stories. I know you do. <laughs> oh, they're so good. Mm-hmm. What would you like to see in them? I do honestly love seeing, like, jealousy in them mm-hmm. <laughs> those are my favorite parts no they're great to read i think like, the i don't know because it's hard to write a healthy love triangle unless they're polyamorous yeah but which i also have i found some research on yeah? a website about polyamorous relationships which is going to tie into this Ooh. um but i think stories do so well with jealousy and unhealthy relationships because they're interesting yeah and you're seeing how i want to see my character go through something that maybe I'm going through in my real life and I don't know how to process it. 
Yeah, all those love triangles I come across in real life. Mm-hmm. I just need so to know. So hard to deal with. What do I do when I have perfect person A and perfect person B? I don't know. And they're both obsessed obsessed with me, even this, despite the fact that I'm just a plain Jane. Yeah, I need to read a book about when this situation happens, I'm prepared and yeah. I know what to do. I'm expecting to fall in love with both a vampire and a werewolf at the same time. Yes. Um, But in terms, I think my love triangle, it would be a polyamorous relationship. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I would like to see that. Or I would like to see her say no to both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both would be very interesting and would be diverting cliches, which is always nice. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's a healthy polyamory relationship. Mm-hmm. I was on this website. Yeah. Called morethan2.com. Okay. Um, and it was saying something about jealousy because I'm assuming if you have, you're dating multiple people, jealousy can come up. Mm-hmm. So you give attention to person A more than person B. Person B is going to be pissed. Yeah. I'm going to be pissed. I'm highly emotional. I need attention. Mm-mm. Um, but it was saying um, jealousy is not... Jealousy is most common when somebody feels insecure, mistreated, threatened, or vulnerable in a relationship. If you feel insecure in a relationship, if you feel secure, you don't get jealous. Jealousy is not the problem. Jealousy is a symptom of the problem, which I thought was really interesting. Jealousy isn't really an issue. It's what's causing that jealousy. Which I think is true for all types of jealousy. Mm-hmm. Which I think this has been... A very key, this information that you found has been very key to how you've been answering these questions in general. Yeah, this is like all I'm going off of right now. Because <laughs> like, I don't know how to handle my jealousy. I'm shit at it. Oh, me too. But I think that's like, you know, mm-hmm. part of jealousy. Yeah. that That's why it's the green monster, right? Yeah. But it's, it's fascinating. Like, I love it. I love jealousy. I love envy. I love... Yeah. You know. I just love it, especially in love triangles. Mm-hmm. What else aside from jealousy do you want to see in a love triangle, though? Mm. A little bit of kidnapping. <laughs> Light kidnapping. Light kidnapping. I would say I want to see a love triangle where the men aren't focused on... What like, if they're not men? That, too. Like a female Ayo. love triangle. Um, But I want to see a triangle where it's not them Happy fighting pride. each other. You're being so heteronormative. I <laughs> I mean, I'm just assuming, um, but I want to see something where they're not fighting over her as an object. Yeah. I want, like, a relationship where they're actually interested in her as a person. Because women or him. Or people, too. Yeah. Like, especially with love triangles where it's two women, I'd love to see them not tearing each other down. Mm-hmm. As a result of it, I think it'd be more like building themselves up in the eyes of the other person. Mm-hmm. But then that wouldn't... Re- I don't think that'd be a great story of, you know, you make the decision and you date anyone that you want to date, whichever one of us is healthy. That would not make a story. There is no conflict there. Yeah, but, like, maybe, like, they can do other things than trying to tear each other down. Sex competition. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That. <laughs> Harlequin is waiting. Yes. Uh So our last question asks, what's the evolutionary advantage of jealousy? Hmm. Does jealousy and envy inherently cause self-improvement and motivation? From, I swear I'm not trying to win an argument, Kim. Kim. I can see right through you. You're Mm -hmm. definitely trying to win an argument. Mm -hmm. I just wish I knew which way Kim was trying to go and I would help her out. Yeah. Send us that in a secret email. Follow up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Does jealousy and envy inherently cause self-improvement and motivation yes i'd argue no really i think it's more like a deterrent how so 
it's not quite like spite, you know? I feel like spite's a great motivator, but jealousy, I don't know if it's as good because I feel like if I'm jealous of someone, it's usually because it's something that I know I can't do. Mm. So or it's only, it's a, I think it's only a motivator for a short amount of time. I don't know. I would, I disagree because, for example, if I had a cousin who had like a great job, mm-hmm. I would feel jealous because they were getting a lot of positive praise. Yeah. And so to counter that, I would work really hard to try to have the same things that my cousin has. Okay. Because I was envious that he was getting that attention or jealous that he had all these things. Um, So for me, it would be a motivator. It wouldn't be a healthy motivator. Definitely. But it'd definitely be a motivator. Okay. See, for me, usually if I see, like, if I see an amazing piece of writing and I'm jealous of it, I'd probably be more likely to just be like, well, I'm never going to be that good. Mm-hmm. and not try as hard. Would you be, like, more insecure? Because oh, yeah. jealousy, you know, as we I think it would make is... me more insecure about my own abilities, so I don't think it would cause self-improvement for me. That's very interesting. I think it would heighten my insecurity. Interesting. That's a really good point. Yeah. But do you think that maybe you'll improve, like, you'll have a lot of self-improvement in your skill, you just won't realize it? Maybe. Because you're so insecure? Not that I'm <laughs> 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 keeping that one in. <laughs> That came out so wrong. Uh, Gee, thanks. Well, like, if you're, like, insecure and you're like, I'm not doing well, I'm not doing well, I'm going to try to match this person. And but you- I don't think my insecurity would lead to me being motivated to do that. Mm. I think it'd be more likely to be like, well, I'm never going to be like that, so why bother? Mm-hmm. So there, is there any advantage to being jealous? I think it's all about the kind of person you are. Like you were saying, it's a motivator for you. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a motivator for me. I'm more likely to be motivated by something out of spite. Mm -hmm. Like if someone tells me I can't do something, I'll be like, fuck that. Mm -hmm. I think jealousy is a motivator of bad decisions. Yeah. I would say like Othello. (laughs) (laughs) He was jealous. He was led to have all that jealousy of Desdemona thinking, oh, she's cheating on me. Oh, no. And he strangles her, like, so I think it's a... Um, so, everyone count how many times Nicole's mentioned Othello this episode. We should do that at the beginning. In the beginning, just say, take a shot for every time Nicole says Othello. Yeah, but Othello, I'm not Othello, 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 Othello. I'm not <laughs> editing that in. <laughs> I'm too lazy because I'm unmotivated. Uh, or insecure. Insecurity. Speaking of being jealous of people, we like mm-hmm. to end all of our episodes with a game and this week we've decided instead of a would you rather an fmk or anything we're going to do a whose life are you more jealous of so we have three sets of celebrities randomly chosen by who we could remember off the top of our heads and who nicole knew yeah people that i knew who nicole knew i don't know a lot of people apparently who doesn't know who nathan fillion is i don't know who that is i probably know what he looks like oh my gosh whatever movie he's in all right what is so, it, Star Trek? <laughs> no. Firefly. Uh, <laughs> uh, is it? Yeah. Is he the cute one, the main character? Yeah. I love him. Oh, I love him. There's a weird correlation between you loving things and... Not knowing? Not knowing anything about them. I mean, it's the absence of knowledge. Sorry, Shalika. <laughs> <laughs> I love Shalika so much because I don't know who she is, though. Oh, man. The absence of knowing. So... We're going to choose two random celebrities that we've made a list of. We have three sets, and we're going to do who we're more jealous of. Mm-hmm. Um, our first set is Chris Pratt and Chris Hemsworth. Oh, goddamn. Who are you more jealous of? 
Which one is Hemsworth? Thor. Oh, this makes it even diff- more. Oh, you're my- the one who put him on this list. I know, I know, I know. You know which one Chris Pratt is, right? Yeah, I know. Okay. He's the really cute one from from the other movie where they're in space. Oh my god! You know it's on Netflix right now. Oh my god! Shout Anyways. out to Netflix for not giving us an, a paid advertisement. Nicole, <laughs> I know you um, hurt me so much. Chris Pratt, he was on that one show, Parks and Rec. Yeah, and then he went to that movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one. That what? Well, that one movie with the dinosaurs. Yeah, that one too. Jurassic Park. Oh, good, you knew the name <laughs> of it. Okay, I'm more jealous of okay, Chris let's... Pratt. Oh, I was gonna say let's Damn. do it on one, two. We three. could do that again. I'll change my answer. No, or not. I don't, don't know. Change you your know. answer. Because my I'm I'm more jealous of Chris Hemsworth. Why? They're both really adorable and great. Oh my gosh. But why? But Chris Hemsworth is Australian. But Chris Pratt is funny. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth is funny too. Maybe because Chris Pratt has more limelight. Does he? I think so. I I see him more. He I is guess. marketed to me as a queer woman more than Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I think I'd be more jealous of Chris Hemsworth. I feel like his personal life has been more stable. I don't know anything about his personal life. Oh, see. Yeah. But I think Chris Pratt has had a lot of really amazing roles. Mm -hmm. But, like, Chris Hemsworth has some really amazing abs. (laughs) So there's that, So you want some abs. I want abs. Or do you want to be stuck in a love triangle with them? (laughs) Lisa has, like, the biggest grin on her face right now. I can't even imagine. That's what you were trying to do. like, twice my age. Yeah. (laughs) No, not anymore. Shit, I'm old. Next, what's our next couple? Our next group is going to be Britney Spears and Natalie Dormer. That's an interesting combo. (laughs) That is. I put one of them and you put the other. Wonder who put who. Yeah, I wonder who put who. I'm more jealous of Britney Spears. I'm more jealous of Natalie Dormer. That makes sense. You put her and I put Britney. (laughs) Britney has like a great house and she performs. Just two kids. And she's loving life, and I think she's great, and she's been through a lot of struggles. Yep. And she got out. She's just powerful. But Natalie strong. Dormer's just, like, so beautiful. But so is Britney Spears. Yeah. But, like, You don't believe Natalie it. Not Dormer with that voice. is just so beautiful. And she got to be on Game of Thrones, so that means she gets to know who... She gets to know Jon Snow and Daenerys. In real life. IRL. Mm-hmm. I love it. And plus, she got to wear all those really cool outfits as Marjorie. And she got to be Cressida... And she knows Hosier. I'm just drawing a blank, Lisa. You're dra- you're giving me names, and I don't know. I don't know. I just can't with you. <laughs> Brittany does have a pretty good life, though. Mm-hmm. But it's not one I think I would have wanted to live personally. Personally, yeah. So this next group, mm-hmm. this next pair is going to be my hardest decision. I don't know about oh, yeah. you. I know this is hard for you. So the next pair in our final pair is Lin-Manuel Miranda mm-hmm. and Emma Watson, hmm. both of whom are humanitarians and artists and mm-hmm. just amazing people all around. And I don't know if I could choose. I don't know. Uh-huh. How about, what, what do you think? No, I want you to decide first. Oh, I don't want to sway your opinion one way or the other. Do you have your mind made up all right already? Mm-hmm, Sure. Do you want to do one, two, three, and we'll... I don't know who to pick. Yeah. I know. It's so hard. All right. Okay. Three, five, ten. Let's start from ten. What? That's Nine, so long. Eight. That's forever. Seven. Hurry up. Six. Five. Three. 
One. I don't Emma know. Watson. <laughs> Lynn Manuel Miranda. See, I chose Emma Watson. Okay, why did you? Did you? Lo- I didn't realize you chose Emma Watson. No, I was going to explain why, uh-huh. but I want to know why you chose Lynn Manuel Miranda. Because he's happy, and I've seen him. I think more of his life. Okay, marketed towards me. Like he seemed like when the whole creation of like Hamilton. Yeah, you know, we got a lot of insight scoop you know, on videos and people interviewing him um, and him really following his passion and him having the ability to do that. Okay. And having, like, kind of a supportive wife. Yeah. Next to him, right? Um, That's all Nicole wants is a supportive wife. Yes. <laughs> That's all I want. Goals. I chose them I got married to. this weekend, by the way. <laughs> I would have been pissed. I already have a supportive wife. I would have been so, gonna be pissed. I would have been so mad. <laughs> you you gave me a look that I have not seen before. I was just like you smiled and you looked at me like side eyes and your like face fell and you're like <laughs> as if you're like Nicole would do this shit. Nicole would do this. Oh you believe gosh. me. You believe me for a second, didn't you, Lisa? I did. How for how many seconds? For however long I was smiling up until the point where my face fell. No, you're just like, golly gee, ha ha ha, and then what? Yeah, no, I was just like, and you didn't invite me? Were you jealous? Yeah. I was more angry. Yeah. Just more like angry, because I I I was just like, you didn't have me be your bridesmaid? Yeah. (laughs) But yes, um, Lin-Manuel Miranda, because I think he's very accomplished. I think Emma is too. Yeah. Emma, you guys are on first name basis? which Emma would... Emma Watson? Yeah. Fuck. Can I change my decision? I thought we were talking about the other Emma. What other The Emma? one with the red hair. Who's the comedian? The very funny one. Emma Stone? Emma Roberts? Stone. Oh, Emma Stone. I think, yeah, Emma Watson because she's a humanitarian and she speaks for women's rights. I mostly chose Emma Watson because, well, first of all, she got to grow up around Harry Potter. Oh, God. Uh-huh. And that's my dream. <laughs> My dream is to go back in time and be her mm-hmm. as Hermione. Lisa, one day when I become an alcoholic, I'm going to look back at this moment and be, <laughs> they're going to be like, Nicole, why are you here? I'm here because my friend kept bringing up Harry Potter and I couldn't handle it anymore. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Such a good reason to become an alcoholic. Yes. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. That and my genetics. <laughs> Alcoholism is a really big problem. And if you're having issues with that, please reach out to someone. Anyways... That's what I'm doing right now, Lisa. I'm reaching out. <laughs> reaching out. But yeah, no, she got to grow up around Harry Potter, which is like the dream. Mm-hmm. And plus, if I were Lin-Manuel Miranda, I wouldn't get to enjoy Hamilton as a spectator as much. Mm-hmm. But also because of her humanitarian work is just super important to me. And I love her book club. And she's like a style icon. And she's just a generally amazing person. But also, I don't think I'd enjoy Hamilton as much if I had to create it. Mm, but, I mean, that's not saying you have to create it. And if I were Lin-Manuel Miranda, I would have had to create Hamilton. But you're saying, who are you jealous of, not whose life? Yeah, that's true. So you could create something know. and be well, you know, known for it because you created it? Yeah. I'm going to stick with Emma Watson. Okay. Um, that's my final answer. Okay. I will also choose Emma Watson. Okay. Because I thought we were talking about a different Emma. But I think she's a strong woman and You can't keep playing leader. these games if you don't know who the people are. You know. A lot of it's just me trying to... Uh-huh. <laughs> Nicole's doing her best. I'm doing my best. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's chapter meeting. Mm-hmm. Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, and follow us on SoundCloud and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and 
all the other things. All those lovely places. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. And please send us in questions on basically any form of social media or at sorority at gmail.com. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We are especially receptive to Twitter and Facebook and the email. What are we doing? We're living that carousel on Mr. Brightside. Damn. Take away a little of my jealousy so you can